0: friends, welcome to the Link Fitness Show. I'm your host, Marissa Deshawn, aka Link, and I'm here to motivate and educate on all things fitness, nutrition, and mindset to help you create an energized and healthy lifestyle. Let's dive in. Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of the Link Fitness Show. I'm excited you're here. I hope you are absolutely killing it so far with any of the new year goals that you're set for yourself and that you are just thriving in this new year okay okay so if you haven't already it would mean the absolute world to me if you would take a second to rate and review the podcast give me some feedback so i can better myself better the podcast in the new year and make sure i am giving you all i have so you can keep moving forward in your fitness journey i am super excited for today's episode because we are going to be talking about overcoming weight loss plateaus. I understand how absolutely frustrating it is when you are working and you're grinding and you're doing the thing and you're not seeing the results anymore that you wanted to see or that you were seeing before. Um you may be feeling stuck, maybe you started losing weight and everything is going great and then boom, you just you hit a brick wall and you're not seeing the progress that you were once seeing. Um maybe you were kind of kind of like teetering on the scale up a little, down a little here and there and now you've just hit a number that you can't seem to break through. You know, you you're going up, going back down, going up, going back down. And now you're just basically stuck where you are. And I know how frustrating that can be. I know that it can kind of like demotivate us because we we are seeing this progress and then it falls off and it's like, "Well, I guess this is just all that I can accomplish." Like, what am I doing wrong? and then you ask yourself a thousand questions and then you fall off of it because we can't we we can't stay committed and consistent when we're not feeling motivated and we're not happy about our journey so then we fall off and then it's just this endless cycle because now we've we've gained that weight back and we're not feeling the way that we used to feel and oh my god it's just a hideous cycle weight loss weight loss plateaus are freaking hard and they are one of the hardest parts of your journey whether that be a weight loss plateau whether that be Um, you're, you're squatting and you're trying to improve your squat and you're stuck at this one weight, whatever that looks like. I know how freaking challenging it can feel. I know how much it can kind of weigh heavy on our minds sometimes. So I do want to start by reminding you, you are not alone in this. Um, this happens sometimes this happens to most people at some point in their journey. I can't tell you how many times that I've plateaued and then had to kind of take a a second to think to myself and really dive deep and turn inward and basically figure out how how I can work through this, you know what I mean? So um, this is something that my clients and I are very big on monitoring just because again, I've had multiple uh, plateaus in my journey and I, I get how frustrating it is. Um, so we do track things like biofeedback and we pay attention to all of this um, during the like, you know, overall weight loss journey or whatever their goals are. Not everybody's looking for weight loss, but um, just that, that overall journey. We always pay attention to our biofeedback because whether you're looking to gain weight, lose weight, tone up, whatever it is, um, your biofeedback is very, very important. So in this episode, I wanted to give you seven things to look at and to consider if you've been feeling stuck, if you feel like you're stuck at a weight loss plateau, if you're just not moving forward anymore. So first things first, we have number one, and I want you to ask yourself, have you been dieting too long? Have you been focusing on cutting back calories for any extended period of time? Um, are you afraid that if you start eating more, then you'll just gain weight and ruin your progress? If so, we need to work on the mindset there, okay? This is one thing I, a lot of my clients have also experienced and struggle with is because we'll go through phases where we maybe cut down on calories. We, we build them back up. My one client, Taylor, um, hers is actually incredible. We literally upped her like 700 calories in a couple months. And in the beginning, I remember Taylor not being too thrilled about it. I kind of had to explain deeply what a, what a bulk was and and kind of reverse diet out of the cut that she was in. And it's scary. I have multiple clients that when I tell them, I want to give you more calories, they're like, Oh, what? no, no, no. My fitness pal says I'm supposed to be eating 1200 calories and you already have me at like 15. Like, no, I get it. Okay. I get it. Trust me. I've literally been there where I did not want to add any more calories. And I was like, how many fewer calories can I eat without passing out? Like I get it. Okay. So if you have been dieting for too long, I can almost promise you that your body, if you do this in the right fashion keynote there, if you do this in the right way, um, if you start to provide your body with more calories and more energy, your body will be so grateful and you'll be surprised with what you can do. Taylor just posted about this the other day, actually, um, kind of like a progress picture. And she went from eating like 1,400 or 1,300 calories in the deepest part of her cut to eating 2,000 calories now. And she has lost three pounds. (laughs) Like what? Taylor started to plateau. And I was like, nope, it's time, sister. Like, we are going to increase these calories. We are going to feed you good. We are going to put on some mass, and you're going to be blown away with what your body, how your body responds. So definitely take a look and say, how long have you been dieting? If you've been focusing on cutting back calories, being in a calorie deficit, caloric deficit for an extended period of time, we need to uh, reevaluate where you are, revamp it, and and start increasing calories to allow your body the um, metabolism readjustment that it that it needs. Okay, so number two, I want you to take a look and kind of gauge where your stress levels are. What are they looking like? Do you have a stress management plan in place? Do you follow that stress management plan? What do you do to ease your stress? Stress takes a huge toll on the body. Okay. A very, very big tools toll. So if you don't have a plan in place to alleviate that stress, it can start to compound and then you'll see that the progress is is halted and you're not going to see the progress that you want to see. You have to take a look at your stress and evaluate what your stress levels are like. Me personally, I carry my stress in my shoulders and into my neck. So my traps will get super tight if I'm stressed out and I'll find myself sitting there and I'm just like I can't hear you over my traps because <laughs> I have my shoulders lifted the whole way up to my ears and I'm just my neck is tense and my jaw is tense. That is when I'm carrying a very high stress load. Where if I'm more relaxed, I'm slouched a little bit, I'm leaning back, I'm feeling good, stress levels are obviously a little bit lower. Sorry, a little thirsty there. So take a look at your stress levels. Um, a couple things that you can do to alleviate stress. I know I don't want to go too deep into this because this. This isn't all about stress here, but um, take a couple deep breaths. If you have an Apple Watch, you have a Breathe app on on your watch that you can turn on or turn off. I recommend turning it on if you need to. Get out, move around, do a little dance party, get the energy flowing, go for a walk, get out in the fresh air. What alleviates your stress? Incorporate that, develop a stress management plan, and that'll really help you break through any plateaus. That one right there, this number two, alleviating stress and just looking at stress levels, honestly has been one of the biggest ones for me because i will carry a lot of responsibility i will try to be a perfectionist i used to be at least um so when things start to get very stressful i notice a huge difference in my in my workouts so definitely take a look at what your stress levels are like be real with yourself be honest with yourself are you stressing over things that you maybe shouldn't be stressing over no shame it happens to all of us um but just just take a look inward and Kind of figure out what your stress levels look like. Number three, I want you to ask yourself: Are you incorporating progressive overload? Are you challenging yourself, or are you just kind of winging it and hoping for the best? With progressive overload, you will. You may do the same movements over and over again, like leg day. You have your stereotypical: you have squat, you have deadlift, you have hip thrust, leg press. They're your big movements, right? Your compound movements. So, yes, you're going to incorporate them often, but are you truly improving on those or are you just doing three sets of 10 of squats every single week hoping for the best? Okay, you need to think of these things. You need to progressively overload or else you will not see a change. If you do three sets of 10 squats, squatting 50 pounds for the next 10 weeks – you're going to hit a point you you may see some progress, you may be feeling good, then you're going to hit a wall and you're going to stick at that wall and maybe even climb back towards the other side where you came from. Okay? You need to progressive overload. You need to have progressive overload in your in your program, okay? Make sure that that's there. Progressive or overload can be incorporated in multiple different ways. It does not have to be just changing your sets and reps. You can add resistance. You can do tempos. You can do rest times. You can do all types of things. I could go on for a whole list of different ways to incorporate progressive overload. But if you don't have that in your system or in your program now, incorporate at least one in this next few weeks and let me know how it changes for you because you absolutely need it if you want to continue to progress through towards your goals. Number four, are you eating enough fiber? Okay, are you eating enough fiber? A good rule of thumb is anywhere from like 12 to 14 grams of fiber per 1,000 calories. So if you're eating 2,000 calories per day, a good number to be at is anywhere from like 24 to 28 grams of fiber per day. And I know that does not sound like a lot, but fiber is very similar to protein in the sense that we don't realize how little we get until we start tracking it. And then we're like, Holy bananas. I am pretty low on my fiber. Um, I've had times where I'll I swear, oh, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. And then I I track my fiber for the day and I'm like, holy shit, I've only had 12 grams of fiber. And I'm eating 2100 calories. <laughs> I'm a little low here. Okay, I'm a little low. Not having enough fiber can really mess with your system. It can weigh you down. It will make you feel weighed down at least it'll make you feel sluggish. You could get sick because your gut is actually your second brain. So your your gut health is sending a lot of signals out to the rest of your body. So if you have, a, have poor gut health, you're sending nothing but negative signals out to the rest of your body. Okay. So me personally, I am lactose intolerant and I can't do a lot of sugar, especially at once. So for a while there, thank you holiday season and my family traditions where we do nothing but bake hundreds and hundreds of cookies. Like we're feeding a freaking small village, Um, but I will eat these cookies. And then like for, I think it was three or four days, I literally did not sleep. Like I just couldn't sleep. And that was all thank you to my gut health going a little wonky there, eating way out of my norm. My gut health was like, whoa, Link, sister friend, what are you doing? so that's sending signals to the rest of my body. I can't sleep now, then I'm getting stressed because I can't sleep, and I'm dealing with all this craziness, and I don't feel good, and I'm feeling sluggish, and I'm feeling weighed down, but I still can't sleep. Oh, it's just a mess. It's an absolute mess. And if you're not getting enough fiber, you're not going to be, you're more than likely, I shouldn't say you're not, you're more than likely not going to be regular. Okay? So with a happy gut, you're going to be feeling good. You're going to have more energy levels. Your body is going to be responding well. You're going to go to the bathroom regularly and that's going to feel good and you're not going to have any issues with that. Fiber is very, very important. Fiber plays a big role. So I'm not one to push supplements all the time, but if you're looking to get more fiber, I highly recommend incorporating a greens drink. I personally take Bucked Up's Green's drink, I love it. I have the mixed berry one. If you are not a big fan of drinking green stuff, you you could get the original, just the non no flavored one. It's an unflavored uh, greens mix, and you can just mix that in with your smoothies. You can mix it in. I had a client mix it in with pre workout, uh, BCAAs, whatever you want to mix it in with. Um, but you can incorporate it that way, and that's another really great way to get um, some more fiber, some more greens into your diet. And you can do this. I think it's up to three times a day you can take that supplement. So I only just take it once a day, um, but it has it has really, really helped me a lot. So if you want to check that out, you can use code LINK20, that's link K two zero to get 20% off of your entire order, um, including the Bucked Up Greens. So check that out. If you have questions, let me know. I, I can put you in the right direction. But definitely take a look. I challenge you for the next few days track your food, track your food, and it'll calculate your fiber intake for you. Um, and take a look at what your fiber intake looks like. Okay. So remember 12 to 14 grams per 1000 calories. Okay. Moving on number five, take a look at your sleep. Like I mentioned, um, I wasn't sleeping when I wasn't taking care of myself properly. I shouldn't say I wasn't taking care of myself properly, but I wasn't, was a little out of my norm. Um, I wasn't getting enough fiber. I wasn't getting enough protein and having excess sugar, but One more drink, sorry. Take a look at your sleep. If you are not sleeping, you are not recovering. Okay, so in those few days where I wasn't sleeping well, my body wasn't recovering well. So I was feeling way more sore. I was feeling puffy and swollen, and my muscles weren't handling it very well. So take a look at your sleep. If you don't prioritize your sleep and you only sleep very few hours a night, let's start prioritizing that sleep. Okay your body needs sleep to recover. Your mind needs sleep. You need sleep to feel refreshed. Sleep is just good overall. It's one of those things that sleeping is good. Okay. Make sure you sleep. So some tips with this, I would definitely say making sure you have a nighttime routine. If you struggle to sleep, if you struggle to fall asleep and stay asleep, have a nighttime routine because that's going to train your brain that, hey, it's time for bed. It's time to go to sleep now. Uh, Me and Drew, typically, if we are done dinner and we're done work or any other things that we had planned, uh, we'll watch TV or just kind of hang out, whatever, until about 9 o'clock. Once 9 o'clock comes around, I make sure my face is washed. I put my Recover Me by Frey on, and then we go and lay in bed. And that's our nighttime routine. But that's, I know my body now knows, okay, sister, it's 9 o'clock. It's time for you to go lay in bed and put... Uh, pick up your book and read until you doze off. You know, have a nighttime routine. Prioritize your sleep because it's very, very important. Moving on to number six, increase your NEAT, your non-exercise activity thermogenesis. I've done a full YouTube on this. Was it a full YouTube? I don't know. I know I talked about it in a YouTube video, so I will link the YouTube video in the description box um, where I I give a a bit of a description on increasing your NEAT. but um, anyway, increasing your need is very, very helpful for a number of reasons. If you're not moving much outside of your workout, you're not getting the full benefit. That's why people say, "Oh, make sure you're getting 10,000 steps. Um, Park in the back of the lot. Take the stairs. Do all of those things because that's increasing your need. Your non-exercise activity thermogenesis, which just basically means move more so you can burn more outside of exercising. So. Not saying that you should focus and prioritize the calories burned during your workouts, but if you want to burn a little bit more and don't have time to do more during your workout, park in the back of the lot, take the stairs, move around more, get up every hour and move around for five minutes, have dance parties, do all of those things, but basically just move more and that alone can easily help you bust through a weight loss plateau. It really can, just moving more. Um, Sometimes people don't realize how sedentary they really are until they start prioritizing their knee and focusing on having a little bit more movement throughout the day. Like I can tell you right now, today, I have just been a busy little bee, and I have not gotten up to move much. I had my workout, um, but I didn't get a chance to walk the dog. I haven't done any of that stuff yet. So for me, after this, I'm going to get up. I'm going to have a little dance party. Morgan Wallen's new album just came out recently, so I'm going to be jamming to that for the next, you know, three months. <laughs> but get up, move around. Listen, even something as like I'm looking over here, I have my Swiffer wet jet out. I have to mop the floors tonight. Something like that is perfect way to increase your knee. You know, have a little daily chore that you do each day, whether that be, um, running the Swiffer around. You can vacuum the floors. You can do the Swiffer wet jet. You can full on mop the floors, clean the bathroom, whatever it is. But that's a really great way. Cleaning is a really great way to increase your need. So look at the movement that you're already doing and add an extra five to 10 minutes and you'll be busted right on through that weight loss plateau. Okay. And then finally, number seven, last but definitely not least, your water intake. What does your water intake look like? How much water are you drinking per day? You may be tired of hearing this by now if you're, you know, you're this is not your first time here. It's not your first time around, but you need your water intake, water intake, water intake, water intake. It is very, very, very important. And I know I say water weird for most people. I don't say water. Um, so Make sure you are getting your water intake. I hope you can hear me in your brain. Just water, 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 water all day long, okay? Increase your water intake. You need to be having a minimum, bare freaking minimum on the days that especially you don't exercise, 67% of your body weight. So you're gonna take your body weight times 0.67 and that number right there is gonna be the amount in fluid ounces that you should be drinking every single day, minimum. Okay, and then when we exercise, you want to add extra to that. So easiest way to do that is if you say, okay, I'm working out for 30 minutes, I'm going to add 10 fluid ounces of water. If I work out for 45 minutes, I'm going to add what would that be? 15 fluid ounces of water. Okay, just add that on, add that on. Okay, so if you work out for 45 minutes, make sure you drink an extra bottle of water. That 16.9 fluid ounces of water, make sure you get that extra, and you'll be good to go. Okay, so really, really, really please, for the love of God, prioritize your water intake. It's so important. Um, track it. If, if you want, you can use different water bottles. I recommend whatever water bottle you have. You don't have to go out and buy a new one. Um, but me personally, I am a little over 100 fluid ounces a day is where I, I really like to be. So what I will do is I have a hydro flask that is 32 fluid ounces. I have a hydro jug, which is the half gallon. It's a little more than half a gallon. It is 73 fluid ounces. Um, So I'll take my half gallon hydro jug. I'll take my 32 ounce hydro flask. And that right there puts me at, I think, 105, right? Yeah, 105. Um, And then from there, I'm also, I love sparkling water. So if we have sparkling water in the house, I'll add a can of sparkling water, which is about 12 fluid ounces, um, and yes, sparkling water can count towards your water intake. Uh, even tea can count towards your water intake. So I think even coffee for, I don't personally track coffee, but I know some people do. I, I, you can track it towards your water intake, but I don't recommend it. Um, but yeah, just like that. I have a client who has her Yetis and she's like, okay. I'm like, okay, drink three of your Yetis today and you will be on, on track. Okay. So whatever water bottle that you currently have, Use that. Figure out how many you need to drink per day to hit your goal and go for it. I have a a client who, instead of refilling her hydro jug, she just has two and she brings them along and she's like, okay, I got my one hydro jug for early in the day and I got my second hydro jug for later in the day. Whatever works for you, whatever floats your boat, whatever makes it easy for you. There is no set way. There's no perfect way to do this. Just find what works best for you and flow with it. Run with it. Make adjustments as you need to make adjustments. Okay? So recapping one through seven. Number one, ask yourself, have you been dieting too long? Take a look at what your past has been like with dieting and really kind of move forward with that. Make sure you're not in a deficit for too long. Um, Trust trust me, it is not good for your body. Um, Number two, what are your stress levels like? Take a look at the stress levels, analyze that, have a stress management plan in place. Number three, progressive overload. Are you incorporating it? If not, start right now. Um, Number four, are you eating enough fiber? Again, 12 to 14 grams of fiber per 1,000 calories is a good number to to be at. Track for the next couple days and you'll be able to figure out where you're falling on average. Number five, sleep. Are you getting enough sleep? Your body needs it. Make sure you're getting enough. Number six, increasing your non-exercise activity thermogenesis. Make sure you're increasing that, aka, aka just freaking move more, Okay go vacuum, go do the dishes, go have a dance party, pa- park in the back of the lot, take the stairs, all that fun stuff. Great way to increase your need. And finally, at number seven, increase your water intake or prioritize your water intake. Make sure that you're consistently hitting the amount of water that you need per day. Um, another one last little note on that too. Uh, I was talking to my mom the one day and she's like, yeah, I keep having headaches. I keep having headaches. I'm like, mom, I think you're dehydrated. And I had an extra hydro jug and I gave it to her and I was like, make sure you drink, try to drink two of these a day. You'll have a gallon of water. Let me know how you feel. I swear to God, she did this for a few days and was like, I love this hydro jug. Like she fills it up all the time. She has her straw. She now has a sleeve. with (laughs) She has her hydro jug and she's absolutely killing it and she feels a lot better. So that's just a a perfect example of how important your water intake is. Okay. So one last thing I do want to know, and this is very, very, very important. This is, I guess, you can call it my little bonus tip here. Okay. Are you listening? This is very important. Turn it up a little bit. Turn your volume up. The scale should not determine your progress. Okay. Do not rely on the scale to tell you how you're doing. Okay. Turn inward. Ask yourself some questions that I, I just mentioned and really learn how to like tap into yourself and plan for success moving forward. OK, because the scale I've had clients who um, washed up to winning mastermind is a perfect example because they were the girls were doing very similar work, or they were doing the same workouts, um, different nutrition plans, but uh, same workouts. And I had one girl lose 18 pounds in the matter of 12 weeks. I had another girl stop weighing herself and literally just said, F the scale. I, I'm quoting her right now. This is her check in. F the scale. I feel good. That's what she said. F the scale, I feel good. Right? So do not let the scale determine your success. Do not let the scale determine how well you're doing, your progress, none of that. It is simply a tool. It is a measurement tool that you do not need to use, but can be very, very helpful if you're if you're focusing on monitoring certain things. You know. Um, so again, don't let it determine your progress. Do not rely on it, but. Obviously, you're more than welcome to use it if it's going to help you kind of stay accountable and stay on track. So I will be diving very deep into everything that we talked about today in the Wash Up to Winning Mastermind that starts February 1st. So make sure you shoot me an email or a DM on Instagram right now and just say winning and I will send you all of the details, pricing, what's included, all of the fun stuff. So you can look it over, you can ask me any questions and we will jump on. We will get started on February 1st. I am so freaking excited. It's going to be amazing. I absolutely love this mastermind. The girls love the mastermind. It's just so much freaking fun. Okay. You will honestly blow your mind with what you can accomplish in this mastermind simply by showing up for yourself. Okay. I'm going to give you the tools. You just got to implement them and then you are going to hit the ground freaking running. Okay. Hit the ground running any questions, let me know. Shoot me a message again. um, you You can feel free to leave me a message directly on here on the podcast, and I will literally create a whole podcast just for your question. Okay? Okay. If you need anything at all, you know where to find me. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day, and I will catch you in the next episode. Crush it, sister.